Hey everybody and welcome to this episode of the Hey Chicago podcast brought to you by Believe Network. So last week the Cubs ended up going 4-3 and three against the Milwaukee Brewers and the Cincinnati Reds, two of the tougher teams in this division. But at the end of the day, you can't be you can't be too mad about that. Yes, it's very, very close to being at 500, but you still got a little bit over the hump and you're still getting room for improvement. You're still getting those wins that you really need. And as a Cubs fan, you can't really be too upset about this. So in the first game of last week, the Cubs ended up playing the Milwaukee Brewers and lost it in a pretty bad loss. It was 6-2, to and like a lot of the games we've talked about in the past couple weeks, this one was also, I think, due to pitching. So they had talent on the mound once again, but he let up nine hits, and he also had four errors. But we've seen these struggles with the Cubs pitching, and it just seems like it's something that they're just going to have to deal with for the rest of the season. It's kind of tough to come over a hump when a pitcher has been being, has been pretty bad for most of the year, and it can't always be on the offense to try and help this team win. It has to be with the pitching also. But with that, the Cubs did have a couple of guys still make up for some of the bad pitching. They had Hap and Wisdom. Hap, who homered also this weekend, so did Wisdom. So those guys definitely did their jobs, but at the end of the day, you need to see more offense out of this team. And you also see Drew Smiley struggling out of the pen. And Smiley, who has had a bad pitching year so starting-wise, you put him in the bullpen, you expect him to perform out of that, but he still can't. So it looks like Smiley is still trying to find his place on this team. And with the playoffs coming around and the Cubs looking like they'll make it right now, they're going to have to figure that out where if he's going to be on that roster for it or if he even will be pitching for them. But in the second game of the series, the Cubs ended up winning it 1-0. to So pretty much an old-school baseball game, not too many runs, great pitching-wise, and none other than Justin Steele was on the, ma- was on the mound. And... Like we've said in past weeks, Steele has been a Cy Young finalist, but I feel like in the past few weeks, he has just made his case more and more to be the Cy Young. Yes, it may be hard for him to win it with all the great pitching in the NL going on right now with people like Strider on the mounds, but Steele is definitely one of those names that needs to be said more in those races. And he's just one of those guys for the Cubs right now where He doesn't pitch too fast. He doesn't have crazy pitching mechanics, but he just gets the job done, and that's kind of what the Cubs' culture is pitching-wise. We saw it in the past with Hendricks. He was kind of the same way, and I think Steele right now behind Blake Snell is the best lefty pitcher in the league, and I honestly don't see why anybody should think different from that. But, yeah, with that, once again, Bellinger had an RBI this game also. The only run scored in this game. So, like we said last week, we expect big-time players to make those big-time plays, and that's what Bellinger kind of did this game. You come off of a bad loss against Milwaukee, you see your offense struggle, and you're going to be the guy up there to make that those plays happen. But with that, this week we did see a lot of offensive struggles. I don't think this is anything to really worry about because – this team pretty much is just basically based solely on offense. And with the playoffs coming around, I feel like this offense will just heat up again. 
every team has their bad weeks hitting wise. Every player has bad weeks hitting wise, but it just matters if they come over the hump with that. And I think they will. But in the third game of the series against the Brewers, it was another close game. The Cubs ended up winning it three to two. So it seems like there has just been the same type of trip with this Cubs team. You have one rough loss, then you just come back and then you win the next couple games. But again, Hap had an RBI this game, and it seemed like he's a somebody who just kind of came to light now. He's started hitting very, very good. Like we said last week, he's just been in the slump all season ever since he got that contract extension. But now it seems like he's just in the right spot at the right times. And I'm pretty excited to see what Hap can do in the playoffs. He seems like he's finally found his swing again. And as the episode goes by, you're going to hear his name more and more with how much he's been doing. But at the end of the game, uh, Bellinger did have a clutch RBI. And like we just said, big-time players make big-time plays. And that's what Bellinger's just done, it seems like, not only just this week, but every single week for the Cubs. But at the same time, I just don't want it to be Bellinger to make all the plays. We see Dansby Swanson have a little bit of a struggle this week. But as the second-best player on the team, you need to be making those plays with Bellinger. You get a huge contract, and you've been playing very, very well the whole season, but it's crunch time now in the season. It's September now. Playoffs are coming right up, and you're one of those guys that has that championship DNA, and the Cubs' young players need to see that out of him when it comes to these late games, eighth and ninth inning. You want to see Dancy Swanson get up there and make that play. But with that... Alzale did end up closing this game once again. He's been one of the best closers in the league the past a month or two, I would say. And I feel like he's a somebody that also deserves their respect on this Cubs team. It's kind of a little bit of a trend I see with this team. There's a lot of guys out there that deserve to have more recognition in their play, but they just don't get it. Like Justin Steele, he's somebody that has been performing all season long, but I feel like his name's just not up there with the other names of pitchers that have been performing this year. You see Snell, who has been amazing this year, no doubt about it, probably going to be the Cy Young over Strider and Steele, but you still want to see Steele's names out there too because he's been that guy for the Cubs this year. He's been that ace pitcher that they have desperately for the last few years ever since losing Jake Arrieta, John Lester, Kyle Hendricks getting older. They've needed somebody like that. It seems like Steele's starting to get into that zone. But after the Milwaukee Brewers week, the Cubs ended up, they did end up winning the series, but you go on to face the Cincinnati Reds, a team that's pretty hungry and defeating you after that rough week a few weeks ago when they lost, and that's kind of when the Cubs started getting in their mode zone. Cubs ended up winning the first game 6-2. So pretty much the exact opposite of the Milwaukee first game. Lost it 6-2. But once again, Bellinger hit a homer. And it just seems like he's just getting better and better as the season goes by. And Cubs fans just should be very, very excited to see what he could possibly do in the playoffs if they make it. But I also just want to come to the facts that the Cubs do need to re-sign Bellinger. If they don't end up re-signing him, 
then I just have no idea what management or organization was thinking with that because this is your this is your franchise guy now. I think Cody Bellinger is the franchise player of the Chicago Cubs now. Yes, he may be getting up there in age a little bit, but at the same time, it seems like he's just getting his stride again. He is a former MVP. He has championship DNA. Like, What else do you possibly want out of your player that every single fan of Chicago loves right now? So just pay him the money is all I really got to say. If you're the Ricketts, just pay the man his money because he deserves it. And Cubs fans finally deserve to see a player like this perform again. It's been years since you've had a star player. You traded all those guys away, and then you re-signed this guy to maybe a little bit bit of a gamble in the one-year deal. But he's performing with it, and you signed with that one-year deal for a reason to see if he will perform. And he's performing, so why not give him that contract that he deserves? Teams are going to go after him. And they're going to try to pay him more than the Cubs, but you just got to be ready for that, for all those deals to come around because he is definitely a top player in the league right now. And I just see him staying at this level for the next two or three or so years. But in the second game of the series, the Cubs ended up losing it too. So when another one of those ninth inning games where you end up losing it at the end of it. But we need to see the Cubs start to get more offense going later in the games. It can't just always be one guy. I feel like that's kind of a little bit of a trend right now. You have one or two guys performing, and then the rest of the team is just a little bit under everybody else. So I really just want to see them all performing at once, more of a team instead of just a top-heavy team. Because... It's kind of what it seemed like this week. It's more of a top-heavy team. You had two guys performing. Pretty much it was just Bellinger and Hap most of the week performing for the Cubs. But it's about time we see those guys like Dante Swanson, Nico Horner. We want to see those guys start to get into the groove again too. And I'm not just talking about home runs. I'm talking about offensively and defensively. I just want to see everybody everywhere on the same page for once. And that's where this Cubs team will be dangerous. But with that, Bellinger hit his home run. Hap had another RBI. And then, once again, we have come to the bottom of the ninth. Alzale has been great all year, no doubt about it. One of the best pitchers in the league right now, closing-wise. But he let up the game-winning single in the bottom of the ninth, and that's kind of how the Cubs won it. I mean, Cubs lost it. But it's just it's tough losing those close games at the end of it. Because it seems like you're on a little bit of a streak as it goes by. You're winning games in a row against two tough opponents, but then you ended up losing it in a very, very close matchup in the bottom of the ninth and an away game. But it's not something to to dwell on too much. The Cubs definitely performed in the game, but at the end of the day, you want to see those late game closes and you want to see them come out on top on that. But in... The next game of the series, the Cubs ended up losing it again, 2-1. to one. Like we said, too much top-heavy offense right now. But Candelario was the only one to get a hit in this game and end up being a homer. And they were winning all of this game, but then again, it comes to the ninth inning, and then you have two runs given up, one being a walk-off. That just really can't happen two games in a row. You need to figure out, if you're 
David Ross. You need to figure out what's going on with the ninth inning and why your team can't close it out. Yes, it's it's not just on Alzale if he's in there. It's not it's not on whoever's closing the game out. It's also on the players in the ninth inning and the middle of the game too to get runs in. You can't just rely on your pitching when you're already up one one run. In today's league, you need to have at least two or three runs before you can feel comfortable because just like that, somebody else just come up, hit a home run, and then boom, the game is right over and you just lost it. But in the final game of that series, the Cubs kind of made up for everything I just talked about. They won, the, they won it 15-7. to And that's just something that Cubs fans just wanted to see. You have two rough losses, then you just close it out with a pretty dominating win. And there's just so many names I could say right now that just performed in that game. Obviously, Cody Bellinger, who had another home run in this game, and he also had three RBIs with it. Mike Toshman, who has been a guy for the Cubs in the past couple weeks who has been heating up a little bit. He comes alive once again with three RBIs this game. Ian Happ, once again, four RBIs. Ian Happ's just been amazing this week. Definitely props to him for making up for his 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 struggles going on lately, but he's definitely coming around at the perfect time of the season. And you have Nick Madrigal, who had two RBIs, and you have Dancy Swanson, who's been struggling a little bit more lately with two RBIs as well. And then once again, back-to-back games, you have a Candelario home run, who just seems like he's just getting better and better as he goes by in that Cubs uniform. And then surprisingly, you don't have... I mean, not surprisingly, because you don't want to have your ace closer in the game in when you're already winning 15 to 7. But you have Green close it out. And then Talon was on the mound this game. Yes, seven, seven runs were given up, but your offense makes up for that. And you have you have seven hits given up if you're Talon, but you also have seven Ks with it. But again, this week for the Cubs was definitely a wake-up call. Not every game from here on out was just going to be easy like it was the past couple of weeks. You played two very, very tough opponents, but you still came out on top. So definitely some is riding into this next week when you're about to play the Giants and the Diamondbacks. But for the player of this week for the Cubs, I'm going to give an honorable mention to Ian Happ just because he's been dealing with, with some adversity for so far in the past few weeks, but he's kind of come over it and he's gotten more on of his streak that we that we kind of want him to see come through with after getting that contract extension. But obviously, I bet everybody already knows it, giving the player this week to Cody Bellinger. Just amazing plays all around for him. And it's just great seeing how much he's just overcome this year with all of the media going after him, with how much has been talking about him and his struggles. He just came out here and just performed in Cubs uniform. And Cubs fans want to see him in this uniform for years go on. And I bet Cody Bellinger also wants to be in this uniform as time goes on. But again, it's just this season right now. That's all you can really worry about at this moment as a Cubs fan. But management, you need to resign this man as soon as possible. But again, next week for the Cubs, I expect Candelario to have this type of week again. I think he's going to be my player of the week for next week. And I just really, really, really just want to see not just one guy on this Cubs offense perform, but I want to see everybody else perform. So with that, 
I have the Cubs winning the series against the Giants two to one. I feel like I feel like it's going to be more of an offensive series against the Giants, and I kind of just want this offense to always come into one at once. And against the Diamondbacks, I feel like the Cubs are going to win that series pretty easily, even though the Diamondbacks and the Giants are both itching for that last wild card spot. But I think the Cubs are going to win that series also 3-1. to one. So the Cubs right now, they're three and a half games back of Milwaukee. They're having some tough opponents as of late going into the season. So yes, you're in that wild card spot, but it would still be great to see them get into that divisional spot to get into the playoffs. So yes, there's some baseball to play, but don't be too un- unhappy if they do not get that spot against Milwaukee. But I'm about to end the episode right here. Thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you all again next week.